Cheers. I'm Kana. And I'm Abby. Welcome to DiplomacyGames.com. The podcast about all things games of diplomacy. And tangential. Yes. Plus, plus we also get drunk. We get drunk and we occasionally talk about random, random shit. Yes. I suppose that's the tangential stuff. I can see that tangential. Where are we drinking? Um, we're at the Netherworld pub. So Netherworld... You've been here before, so you should be telling me about it, not the other way around. Well, not really, I haven't been like, I haven't frequented this pub. I've dropped in here a couple of times. Mm. It's like one of these ones where it's, it's got its unique um, thing. And this pub thing is, um, well, arcade games, essentially. Um, but what I was saying just off take before was that last time I was here, about, oh, I don't know, half a year, there was a whole heap of board games on display that you could sort of grab and play, so I don't know what happened to those. So I do know a little bit about that because when I was coming in and, and the guy said, oh, you know, have you, have you it's been a while, how long has it been since you've been here? And I didn't say I haven't been here before. I said, oh, I've been a while. Yeah. And he said, oh, okay, well, you can play all the, you know, the arcade games, um, but when it comes to the board games, they're, um, we haven't got them out at the moment. Oh, okay. So they're just off. Because, because of COVID, basically they have to go, with all the, the rules here in Australia, they've got to go around sanitising all this stuff. And basically they said, if you do that to the boards and the cards and all those type of things, you just destroy the game. I wonder if that'd be okay if we bought our own board. You're allowed to bring your own board. <laughs> <laughs> so, having said all that, this would be a perfect game for a face-to-face, a perfect location for a face-to-face venue. I was thinking the same thing, um, Kainas. So one thing I thought about was the only, the only downside I can see is that the other place is more centrally located. You know, everything comes into these... CBD, but it's not too much further to get to here. Five minutes down the road from the Fortitude train station, it's not too hard. No, in fact, parking would be easier here in the city if someone wanted to try. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. So I was thinking, depending on what your time frames were, because you've got a couple of weekends. Is it the weekend coming up that you're, you're batshit busy, isn't it? You said you couldn't yeah, do things. Yeah, I can't do this weekend. Yeah, the weekend but, after that, I think we've got a lot of, of recording things on. Yeah. So maybe Sunday the 9th of August? Yeah, I'm away on the 7th and the 8th. For the 9th, probably, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. You're away for business or pleasure? Business. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you okay. about that off too. Um, yeah, okay, I'll just make a little note of that. The 9th of Sunday. Yep. That is the Sunday. Yes, the Sunday. I checked. But yeah, I think it's a great venue because basically this used to be like this old shitty, shitty old man's bar. Right. In the, the middle of this, the most seediest parts of Fortitude Valley. Not even the, the, the hip happening seedy parts, they're like the really dirty dirty places you don't really want to be to after dark. <laughs> I mean, there's bloody strip clubs all over the place, but they're not the fancy strip clubs. They're the there's, dirty strip clubs. They're the clubs. dirty strip clubs. <laughs> and there's, like, all the adult shops all around here. And it's strange because when you kind of walk through to get here, there's this brand-new hotel that's just been built. Actually, I saw like that. It's a very upmarket hotel with an upmarket, a very upmarket restaurant and, and bar next to it as well. Yeah, and well, it's just, just, it just seems bizarre to pop such a highbrow venue in the probably the... I say the worst street in Brisbane. 
but the seediest street in Brisbane. It definitely, it's definitely up there with it. Um, <laughs> well, actually, we, we should maybe have had a parental yeah. warning at the start of this one <laughs> for those of our listeners who actually listen with their kids in the car. Oh, Sorry, we're not really going anywhere that's not really about. You know, we're not, we're not, we're not describing it graphically. Actually, um, when you think about it, if you're a parent that drives around with your kids in the car and you're playing the podcast, we're fucking swearing all the time. So we should have, getting, should we, getting drunk. So <laughs> I don't, I, should we have a warning about it in the first place? I don't know. Well, yeah. Um, but even maybe, maybe even rich people need to slum it sometimes. Rich people. Yeah. yeah you know, I thought you said rich people. <laughs> no, rich. <laughs> uh, so what are you drinking? I am drinking a IPA. You remember what it's called? IPA. What's the second? Forsaken IPA. Do you remember what mine's called? Yours was called a hopscotch. No, hopspot, no? Hopscotch. 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 Yeah, like a play on the word hopscotch, the game hopscotch. Yeah, okay. Cool. But um, I I tasted your beer, um, and you're a beer. Yeah, it's not normally like you. Tell me why. Well, when you kind of walk into a venue like this, and there's like, you look at how many craft beers they got on tap. Yeah, literally, there's no like regular. No, no, no forex bitter there. No, 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 no not even any one fifty. They're all proper craft proper beers. Craft beers. About um, twenty on tap, you reckon at least? Be close to it. I saw there was a couple of stouts there that I thought, ooh, later on, they sound very interesting. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to try a few different ones over the course of this podcast. Oh, right. Now, I so did... we might have to thank our Patreon um, supporters for the uh, extra drinks today. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, I did try your hop scotch. Yep. Um, and it had like a slightly bitter um, introduction to it. But it didn't really have that kick behind that bitterness when I tasted it. And he yeah, said, "Oh, if you like, if you like something with a little bit more kick and a bit more, um, a little bit more of a bitter, um, bitter hit on your palate at the front of the palate, yeah. um, try the um, Forsaken IPA, which I did, and it was very scrumptious, and that's what I'm drinking right now. Kind of like." Um, I don't know, like a bittersweet opening. So kind of like, you're France, I'm Germany. Yep. You have a normal standard French opening. You see that I've opened Munich to Ruhr. Yep. And Kiel to Holland. And you go, aha, I know what he's doing, he's going to Belgium. Yep. But then fall, I all of a sudden, for some strange reason, move Ruhr to Burgundy. But you've kind of guessed it in advance for some advance. stupid reason because someone else has kind of told you around the board that you're planning to do that and they've dubbed you in and you're right. Yeah, yeah. Bounced in Burgundy. Bounced in Burgundy in, in fall. Autumn 1901. Yes. Yep. Fall. You guys know what I'm about. That's right. That mine's... um. Mine's just a nice, nice classic opening, you know what I mean? Probably uh, not a very pretentious opening. Nothing just, spectacular. Nothing spectacular, just does the job and does the job well. Yeah, okay. So we're both drinking nice, nice beverage. Um, what are we talking about today? Actually, there's a few things we want to talk about, hey? We've got lots to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Fucking shitloads. Actually, the other day I was in Stitches. You know why I was in Stitches? Why? Because I opened up the Diplomacy Broadcast Network's... Um, most recent diplomacy cast, um, um, the deadline news. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's David Hood. 
Yep. Talking to us like a presenter, like someone out of he MSNBC. He looks very good, doesn't he? Yeah, MSNBC. Yep. Or maybe CNN. And I'm... And, and the incongruity of what I was kind of expecting. I was expecting maybe like a few computer graphics and this is what's going on on the board and this is what's happening as tournaments. But the incongruity of actually having a presenter yep. talking about my favourite hobby in the world, it just, it just hit a... Oh, what a funny spot. And I was just absolutely over myself. And, um, yeah, just absolutely over myself. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that whole that whole video that he, that he produced and we had a couple of our favourites who we've also spoken to as well yeah 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 uh, the Captain Meme uh, No Pun Intended um, Uncle The Heat was there wasn't he I think so yep um, I may have been drinking when I watched it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Australians pisses um, though we should really reach out and see if we can't have a chat with um, with the guys from the Diplomacy Broadcast Network yeah what do you think yeah, so I mean, I think Zach Moore's actually involved in this as well. So by the t- <laughs> we're kind of actually for once in our lives, we're actually ahead of schedule, our recording schedule. You're kidding me, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this, this episode we're recording now doesn't come out for like another three and a half weeks. Oh. Oh. I think I oh, know two and a half weeks. And okay, so the, so the episode that the listeners would have last heard was our blow-by-blow conversation with Zach Moore around the um, Boston Massacre game, but I didn't know at the time that he was involved in the um, Diplomacy Broadcast Network. Oh, yeah. Well, so I would have asked about that too, but we didn't know. We should have asked about that, but yeah, but like you say, we didn't know. Um, could have, should have. Could have, should have. Would have. had no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like another, another interview. Yep. Yeah. Um, or, but I think it's probably better to get some of the other the other players involved. In place. Other organisers of that as well. Share the love among, amongst others. Um, so the other person on that was um, Siobhan Nolan. Yep. Um, but I'd love to just talk to. I think it would be really great to get her um, her insight as to how things are going. Like there, there was that discussion in that episode of the DBN um, diplomacy news. Um, DBN. What was it? Um, deadline news. Deadline news. Um, and then they're talking about, you know, like we're face-to-face and online, a kind of meeting in that virtual environment. Yep. And, you know, there's another there's a virtual tournament coming up. Um, but I'd just really like to get, like, pick her brains about how, um, how the two worlds can meet and meet in a really conducive way to supporting the hobby to grow. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I think I think we should really. Maybe I should email her. Maybe you should. I think I, I have tried contacting her once before, but obviously maybe I got her at a at a bad time. These things happen. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And you know, COVID over there too. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Probably yeah. a lot more COVID over there than here. Well, yeah, I don't know if I want to go into that. So let's go into that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So again, this could be like, you know, where you kind of record, you know, a situation in a moment in time and then listen back to it, you know, weeks in advance, weeks ahead, and find out how wrong you were. But currently, again, we're doing very, very well in Queensland. Well, in Queensland, but other states in Australia are not doing Victoria is going like bonkers. Well, back on lockdown, hard lockdown. Hard, hard mask wearing. Um, You can't leave your house without a mask. Um, and no other state will let a Victorian into their 
across the border. No. Yeah, they're like, no, you're a Victorian, stay the fuck away from us, you play Britain. Mexican, essentially. So you know how, so you know the story for how all of a sudden it got out, didn't you? Escaped out of a horror, hotel quarantine. As a um, result of? As a result of really unthought out hiring practices is my understanding. Right, so my understanding was I mean most other states just put coppers in charge of monitoring these buildings. Mm-hmm. And Victoria had the great idea to outsource it to a private security companies. Who then outsourced it further to um, incompetent people who then bumped the people who were been staying in the accommodation area. And shared cigarettes with them and I heard they kind of were like, you know, getting it on. I heard there was a bit of, you know, hanky panky. Yeah. But you know, it's just like, you know, Joe Bloggs and his brother decides to you know, subcontract a job for such a you know high risk, high fucking like. And then, of course, oh. these people then go back to their normal lives, pass it on to everybody, pass it on to everyone in the shops, then they all get it without knowing it, pass it on to everyone else. You know how this goes. This is like coronavirus works. So it's kind of got fucking out of control down in, in Melbourne. Yep. And you're right. There's like no one's allowed out of Victoria. The only thing though that that. There's now this cluster that's kind of developed in New South Wales as well because apparently one of the Victorian like truck drivers, yeah, of you course, know, long trucking is, still, is yeah, still allowed. Yeah. So he kind of then obviously got it without knowing it, drove Plus to a location in New South Wales and then kind of had a meal, talked to people, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, they've all fucking got it. Yeah, exactly. So it's just how virulent this virus is. Um, it's crazy. But we're still in a position in this country, thankfully, to be able to contract trace um, where, where people get these things, for yep. the most part. Um, unbelievable what's happening overseas where it's just... I would have thought places rampant. like in America or whatever like that, this is like, there's no point doing contract tracing. It's like it's, way it's past It's a possibility. Like yeah. They're past that. Like it's, I, I don't know. I don't know where you kind of start. So prevalent yep. in the general population. Anyway... Talking, talking of, so I mean, but let's, before we kind of just go and move on to other things, so um, yes, a great, great idea. I think we need to kind of reach out to them. Uh, for those of you who have been living under a rock and haven't kind of noticed this, uh, the Diplomacy Broadcast Network's um, deadline news is a, when we're recording this, a, a new thing that they've got out is like a, a half hourly monthly roundup of diplomacy. And as you said, it's just like watching a proper cable news reader. Yeah, David Hood, fantastic, mate. Absolutely fantastic. Did a great job. Um, and I, I wonder... I wonder... The only thing I thought would be better, though, is whenever they interview anybody yeah, okay. and they do a live cross, they need to have everybody else, like, they're all dressed up in, you know, suit and tie and, and whatever. Well, okay, the, the next step is to actually have reporters. Reporters, yes! <laughs> yeah, so someone with a big old mic. We can have an Australian <laughs> correspondent. You can put on like a fucking, you know, an Akubra hat, stand there with your knife, <laughs> mount it over a fake crocodile. No, 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 I'm not joking about this, but actually, you know, at, at your next at your next meetup that you actually do have a, you know, like your next face to face game, actually have someone with a mic and a video camera and record you on the, on the phone talking to the players of the game. And this is this is the Brisbane backstabbers, and this is the first. Well, actually, and, and, and you know, and here I am talking with. Uh, Chris and Chris, how are you? 
It's not a bad idea. So one thing, um, you know how we were just talking before around the idea of having a face-to-face game here? Yeah. Uh, I was having a, a conversation with Goffey because obviously he's stuck in lockdown with nothing to do. Right. And he kind of mentioned, look, he's happy to do some type of live stream broadcast of our face-to-face game on backstabber or do whatever. Whatever's yeah, the way yeah, to do it, yeah. that, that they do it. I don't know if he's part of, of the DBN. Or a rival network. DBNN. DBNN. DBDN, Diplomacy Broadcast Down Under. Yeah. DBD. Yeah, well, yeah. DBDU. Anyway, yeah, DBDU and... Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so he's happy to kind of do that. So we'd have to... All he needs is someone just to take a photo of the board or whatever and send it round, and he'll kind of then do some... Commentary. Commentary on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. No, no, we absolutely should. We, we can get our shit together, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally open. I think that'd be great. But when you think about that, though, what you could probably end up doing... Okay, let's take it a step further. Well, the, 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 the Windy City Weasels, yep. you know, the next you know club meet, and they're, yeah, they're playing, they're competing, and... You know, just having someone take five minutes to do a, a quick round the grounds with a microphone and a camera and just submit it as a reporter. This is Kano reporting for DBN News. Yep. Send it off to David Wood and put it on the uh, network, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have fun. How cool. Yeah. That's great. Anyway, so anyway, that's, that's that was all very good. Thank you. Yep. So, um... Other stuff that's going on at the moment. So, I don't know. You didn't know about the Media Wars game, even though you were invited to participate. Was I? Yeah, you were. Oh, okay. Although, maybe we should get a drink first, and then we can kind of move on to that. Well, I am empty. Empty Empty-ish. Well, a sip away from being empty. Okay, drink. Drink. Back in a sec. And cheers. Yeah. Oh, cheers. Oh, that's that's smooth. That's a nice stout. That's mm, yeah. no, that's a that that that's got overtones of a solo. Ever had yours? Mine's nice. Mine's the same one that you actually had the first time around. Okay, so you're on the that. Um, and it, my third, well, yeah, my like first today. one was actually called the Hop Sauce. Oh, Hop Sauce. Okay. Yeah. Right. So whatever you had, this was some other type of IPA. Yeah. You've got a Karma. Oatmeal Stout. Hey, Karma. That's the name of the brand, yeah. Okay. Karma. Karma. As in... Like, hey man, Karma, it's all going to come around and get you. <laughs> okay, well, it's interesting <laughs> you describe that one. Um, yeah, oh, that's nice. That's nice. All right, that's good Karma right there in a bottle in a glass. They kind of said, because they've got a few stouts there. Yeah. And I did try one of them, which was a... Fuck. It was a coffee pecan milk stout. Oh, okay. And it tasted kind of like the way you'd expect a coffee pecan milk stout to taste. Coffee pecan milk? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the name was correct. Yes. But I don't think it's the type of thing that I went, I can drink a stout, but I don't know if I'd actually drink a pint of that. It might be a bit too much. A schooner, maybe. Maybe a schooner. So they said, that one's a winner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I could see myself getting very pissed in some place and playing games. Yeah, Absolutely. playing very bad diplomacy. Ah, it's all right. We're playing against newbies. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment, I'm not playing against newbies in the Media Wars game. Oh, uh, yeah. Tell me about it. So um, this is 
so it is currently anonymous in the sense of no one's meant to know uh, who the players are. Yeah, okay. That being said, I outed myself within about the first, I don't know, few hours of the game. First two seconds. Yeah, but I All kind right. of, because I was saying, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to try to create some, because, sorry, first off, the concept behind this is that seven players, all who have, have a role in the various media that are produced currently online and oh, so forth around yeah, the game. I was invited players. to this. You were too. I was, yeah. You said, okay, no, well, no, 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 fuck no, that. No, no, Thanks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the participants, uh, I'm currently playing on behalf of our podcast. Okay, yes. Uh, brother Borg. Good, good brother to hear Borg. we're getting our ass kicked. Yep. Yep. I haven't got to that yet, but yes, I am. No, I didn't. I just made an assumption. Sorry. Yep. It's a, it's a fair and reasonable assumption, Kyle. <laughs> Other players are Brother Board. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Zach Moore. And he, okay. Zach's there on behalf of the Diplomacy Broadcast Network. Okay. Captain Mean on behalf of Diplo Strat's YouTube strat, um, channel. Yeah, I've watched, I've watched a couple, yep. Uh, Jeff Heyman, who is a regular uh, Diplomacy Briefing contributor. Okay, yes. Uh, because um, Humble Heap actually is the organiser of the event. He's okay, the game okay, master. yep, understood, yep. Uh, Go Horns Go, who is one of the, um, the, the two people on the Diplomats, which they call themselves a podcast channel, but all I can ever find is actually what's available online on YouTube. And it's actually done in such a way that you tend to look at what maps and things, so it's a bit hard. I, I don't know why they call it a podcast channel. I don't care. I don't mind that they call it a podcast channel. It's Maybe diplomacy content. That's the main thing. Yeah. That's yep. the main thing. And um, uh, I don't know the name of the player, but from Legendary Tactics is another YouTube um, guy. He covers a lot of board games, but he also covers a fair amount of diplomacy. Oh, bravo. Okay, so... I added myself, though, because... Yeah, why? <laughs> well, we had, like, a, an open, you know, public press thing going on at one stage, talking around, okay, we want to try to create a bit of awareness about the game, get it all going, get it out there, cross-promote each other's stuff, all good. And um, and I said, oh, yeah, 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 but, you know, with the timing, it wouldn't you have in mind because of our, our release schedule, I've got the next podcast coming out on this date, and then the other one... <laughs> But I thought I was actually replying to Umble the Heap and not everybody. <laughs> oh, no. okay, and, yeah. and this was in the morning. I hadn't even been drinking. Foot and mouth disease, mate. Foot and mouth disease. So all the other players know who I am. The player... <laughs> so I'm Turkey. Oh, you no, just confirmed it. Well, yeah, but if all the other players know they anyway. anyway. Yeah, okay, yep. Um, a particular player in-game outed himself as France later on. Okay, all right. And then another player with what he said to me has kind of confirmed who I think Russia is. <laughs> and honestly, it doesn't really matter who everybody is, but... Not <laughs> just the fact that no one can keep it a secret. <laughs> Diplomacy players can't keep a secret. Who would have ever thought? Yeah, who would have thunk? <laughs> so this has been played on Backstabber. Um, Radio. Yep, yep, show us a map. Let me see how terrible you're doing. There you go. Actually, is Backstabber colouring their territories now? Yeah, so Backstabber's now got a new... Well, it's, it's a setting within your... 
um, if you go into you know, your own your own thing settings or whatever like that for your yeah. own account, you can provide it. There's an option there to colour the territories based on ownership of the supply centres. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It still doesn't colour in the, the neutrals, oh, which I is see, that same yeah. not neutrals the. Um, non-supply centre territories that you notionally own or march, last march through your army with. Yep. Kind of like what we talked the other day. Um, duplicity. About duplicity. Yep. But obviously that all works on, on others as well. But yeah, so I'm Turkey and I'm not doing very well. Oh, these are the moves you put in. Oh, yes. So... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you can't talk about the moves, obviously. No, no, no. How about if I move back one turn that way I can see what... How do I... Well, you've got to go to... You've got to go to... No, no. Well, that would have worked to you. It's a stupid iPhone. They don't work very well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that what you want? Spring Yeah, mode? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. No, nah, you're stuffed. So anyway, I, I'm very, very early on, Austria and uh, Russia have decided to attack me. Okay. So it's an Austrian-Russian alliance against Turkey. Yep. What's Italy doing in this mix? Uh, Italy has been started moving towards France, okay. and then he moved back. And now he seems to be moving back towards France. So it's hard to tell. Oh, um, sort of oscillating. And England okay. and Germany are currently attacking France as well. Okay, so France is kind of like... Um, it's fucked with me. The, the, yeah. Okay. But in the most recent set of moves... Uh, in addition to Austria and Russia attacking me, Austria and Russia attacked Germany too. Oh, that might change things up. Didn't take any supply centres, but Russia moved into Prussia and Austria moved into Cilicia, I think, from memory. Uh, Russia moved to Cilicia, Austria moved to Bohemia. Yeah, close enough. Yep. And Trieste moved to Triolia. I don't, I don't think you could interpret that any other way than yeah, an attack on, on Germany. Yep, so... Hmm. It's just a pity they can't help you. No, you can. Well, you can, because we're, 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 we're partners in this venture, aren't we? What? You and Germany? No, you and me. We're no, meant no, to be representing the podcast. Oh, what yeah, advice no, no, can you give no, me? I, I, yeah, no, I'm just saying that, you know, it's just a pity that, you know, Germany can't come to your immediate aid and you can't come to Germany's immediate aid. You know, I would be talking with potentially England to work against... Working with Germany and England to try and disadvantage Russia in the north and really try and flip Italy to, um, you know, see what a valuable opportunity it is. Austria leaving his units open, his, his, his supply centres open in his German-Turkey venture. That would be where I would be going with it. Well, I, I am hoping that... I have talked to Italy. I have talked to Italy about moving into Trieste and into Greece. I don't know if you'll actually take up the offer. You need you need to entice Italy to look after some of Austrians' home supply centres. Just keep them keep them keep them warm. Italian. Keep them Italian. <laughs> okay, alright, so that's not really going so crash on. Good to see you're representing us Muppets down south. Um and, and poorly as usual. And poorly as usual, <laughs> yeah. So I was talking about representing Muppets and being very poor at things. And I have talked about this in a couple of episodes. I really feel at the moment, whenever I enter a game, I'm walking around with a kick me sign on my back. 
don't know if it's a sign. I think I think you've got a big um, boot symbol that's been printed on a shirt that you wear. Yes. Um, it's got lots of boots on the back. I, I don't think it's like one of those, um, you know, the end is nigh kind of things that you put on. You know, like a placard. It's more like... Um, it's more like a big old shirt that says, you know, if you see me, kick me in a game. It is! <laughs> so what's happening? I, I, I look at one of your games. You're getting your ass handed to you again. Absolutely um, fucking smashed. Um, so probably the best example would be the the game that I joined, which was a Europa Renovatio game called Another Herd Needs Culling. So what happened here? You're getting you're getting your hand. This is a. It's not anonymous. No, it's not anonymous. It's open press, so we're free to talk about this. So you're playing Aragon. Yeah. Yes. And and, and Eric IP, who's playing Castile, has pretty much come out on Global and says, "I don't care. My only conquest I care about is conquering Aragon." Yeah. So so what is it about that community? Why is it? Step on Aragorn. Why is it step on Andy? But it's not just him. All my other allies attacked me just last turn as well. <laughs> Genoa attacked me. Venice attacked me. I'm down to two supply centers. <laughs> you can't mercenary yourself out? No. Well, on two supply centers, I'm pretty fucking impotent. Well, two units extra that you could offer to someone that they don't necessarily, you know, could could be like a four, like you, you know, do you have a unit in this general direction that Castile is going that could be used to my, assist my, him into Italy maybe or something like that? I still own Andorra, but that's not gonna that's not gonna hold very long. I mean, basically Castile can move up that way. Well, the thing is, France and Castile are obviously, you know, buddies. Well, right? either they're buddies or they've got a non-aggression pact. Yeah. So you've got you've got a couple of you've got a unit sitting over. I don't know. Where's your furthest east of Balearic? Oh, um, it's just. Uh, it was in Malta. Yeah. I'm going to move it somewhere into one of these seas. Okay. Right. So you've got a unit very far to the east. You could say, "All right, mate. Keep me alive and not take Andorra." And who's, you have who, who am I saying this to? Well, to Castile. He's not going to fucking do that. He's kind of said from you know as soon as spring 1901 ticked over, and it was clearly not coming for you. Yeah, well, I don't see who else you'd be able to make that deal with. You know, you're just you're either stuffed, or this is sort of the deal you're going to have to do. Like, so hey, I've got a unit off really far to the east. What do you want me to do with it? I can attack Tunis. You're heading that way. I could use it to. Um, try and harass the cook, you know, the Genoese coast and the cook in the... No, I'm thinking about kind of coming all the way over here to Quartz, Greece, towards Venice. You're not going to make it that far. Yeah, well, if I kind of get, if I kind of get retreated into Ionian Sea West or Ion Tree South, I can then move to Ionian Sea East. And that gives you a hope to get more whatever it is. Yeah, more maybe. Yeah, where else could you retreat? Um, nah, I'm, I'm interested in fucking that guy up. And like, I've kind of talked to Egypt. I said, "Hey, Egypt, you want to come and give me a, you know, how, what's your relationship like with Venice?" He said, "Oh, it's all good with Venice." Like, no, I talked to Naples. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm allied with with um, Venice. 
sometimes you just it's a, just a bad luck draw. I think honestly, Kana, and I'm going to say it is, and this is kind of like not so much a kick me uh, sign on the back, but I've got a target on my back because I've got a fair whack of points because I got lucky in one game. <laughs> Wasn't the tune you were singing a couple of episodes ago? It was a lot more than a couple. <laughs> I got cut lucky in one game, and now all the little, not all of them, players who have got a lower score have gone great. Just gun for him. Let's all gang up on him. He'll be dead, and we can kind of gorge over all of his points. So I honestly think Kana. In the number of games that I'm playing at the moment, and the number of times I've been fucked over, I would not be surprised if in maybe, after all the games kind of sort themselves out, maybe in a month or two, you're higher than me in the beat of Lomacy ratings. <laughs> and I don't care about them. <laughs> so you say. But, but this is... This seems to be a common theme, though. Like, high-ranked players will only play um, anonymous games. They That's won't what I'm going to do. Yeah. No, I think I should have to do that. Keep telling yeah. me more. Tell me more. No, well, for precisely that reason. Like, there's a perception out there that um, lower-ranked players will target higher-ranked players if they know their rank. Yeah. Um, and I can understand that from the point of view, um, if I cared about rankings, if I you know, literally cared about where I stood in them, um, I would be looking at ways to maximise every game I could from a game. Um, and yeah, one of those ways would be to target the high-ranked players. Yeah? So either you're playing in a game where you've got high-ranked players um, who aren't anonymous, you're roughly contiguous to each other, or you play anonymous. Because you're going to get that. That's kind of human nature. You know, the nature of Tall puppy syndrome. Tear the other bastard down because you know who he is. Well, you know you're going to get more out of it for that action. Well, yeah. Well, you're yeah, that, right. That, that's what ranking gives you. Know, that's why. It's that's why. Look, honestly, that's why I think ranking shouldn't be done. It, it should just literally be like a bit of a few stats on your home profile saying, you know, these are how many games you've won. These are how many games you've drawn. These are how many games you lost on. Full stop. The end. There's no ranking. Why does that need to be ranked? Especially on a site that's all about variants, you know. I don't know. And even like, even like the more major diplomacy sites, which predominantly focus on the actual game of diplomacy. You know, even then, like, who cares? You know, you're there to play it. Do you really care that much that you're the top five percent, the top ten percent, the top two percent? Yeah, you probably get a buzz out of it, but you know, so what? You're playing it because you love the game, don't you? Not, not, not to show you're the best on a website. Well, how is that different? And it's to... not even it's not even the game in its purest sense, you know. Like, I, I get it in a tournament sit situation. I get it, you know. It's face to face. You're playing the game as it's meant to be played. Cutthroat, ruthless to the end. Yeah, I get that. You know. And at the end of the tournament, you people go their own way. You know, I, I, I'm just not—I'm just not sold on the idea of tracking a player 
throughout their progression. Like, what, what, what's the point of that? You know, I understand that there's different mobs out there that track, you know, your your tournament points, how well you're doing, ranked against all these other people that you've actually played face to face on. I'm probably stepping on so many toes right now; it's not funny. But why? What what is the ultimate aim of ranking people from best to worst? What's the ultimate aim? I think it's just you human know? nature. We tend to go towards things like that. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so yeah, I get it. Like from a tournament point of view, like the best player in the world is the one who won the last World Diplomacy Championship. Yeah. And then the next World Diplomacy Championship, that person gets the best player in the world kind of ranking, right? But the, like, there's so many different ways of going about creating an algorithm that sort of disperses how well people did according to different tournament spreads or how you did on a board or how you go about you know buying into a game if it's online. But ultimately, it's just... It's kind of an in-house system for, I don't know, bragging rights. And I'm sure there's other ways to have bragging rights. I just don't think this is the best way or the most conducive way for um, for people who just love playing the game. For the sheer love and unholy joy of playing the game. That's my little rant. Now, counter that. I think that's good sage advice. I thought you were just going to say, shut up. I love being in the top 2%. <laughs> that's good. Well, I won't be for long, so I'm not going to say that, am I? <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. I mean, if you're, if you're in... Okay, so it being the way it is, there is a ranking. You know, it is the way things are in the online world. I would say, you know, I wouldn't join any games if I was in the top 100 that wasn't anonymous if you cared about your ranking. Okay, so what's your advice to me about if I cared about my ranking? Number one, go anonymous. That was the first the next thing. Oh. oh. So if anyone's worrying about the background noise, if someone's playing an arcade game where they're shooting a gun at aliens or something. Point blank. Um... I don't, know. I, I, I don't know. I've never been in an area I've really concerned myself with. Like, 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 seriously, anonymous, probably. Um, you know, if, if you're unfamiliar with a variant, maybe play it unranked. Yes. First, so you get familiar with it. Um, you know, maybe not get goaded into playing certain games where you're not familiar with it, or you see players. Well, if it's anonymous, you don't. But maybe just staying away and just playing your favourite ones or your ones that you know you do well with and the ones that you're still unfamiliar or the new ones play them unranked that would be my thinking if you wanted to preserve your ranking yep yeah I don't want to preserve it I want to go back up <laughs> you have to start winning actually then, no I need to <laughs> I need to start winning to preserve my ranking you're right um, good advice Kona good advice Having said that, I do think actually my gameplay's a bit 
I say weak at the moment, but I think I'm less belligerent from the start. I've, I've been very cautious going into games. Yeah. Come out hard, come out strong. Yeah, maybe we need to go hard and strong. There's something to be said, like if someone audacious. opens up in a real, yeah, audacious way on a board, you're like, whoa, okay, this is someone I have to really pay attention to either in a good or a bad way, but you notice them, don't you? I think notice isn't necessarily a bad thing. Being noticed can mean, okay, on pens, like you draw, like who you draw it against, but if you draw against maybe a, a less experienced player, and you come out strong, then you, really you're in a position almost to bully that player into what your game plan is. Yep. Because they're unfamiliar with that kind of strong personality or that strong opening stance. You know, but if you open cautiously, well, yeah, you're gonna you run the risk of those other belligerent players jumping up on them. Or the ones with less to lose to, to try and risk something. Yeah. So I need to grow a pair. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't. I, I didn't see the opening on that one, but it's happened to me. I remember some of my earlier games where there was strong openings and there was a strong personality on the other side and it actually changed my whole stance of where I was initially considering to go on the board. Yep. Not because my strategy was wrong, but because of the force of personality and, you know, just like the opening moves convinced me to go in a way that was against my best interest. Which turned, you know, obviously, you know, they're some of the more fun games, actually, for a, a novice's point of view. Yep. Because you learn a lot from it. There's a lot of fucking aliens to kill over there. I was looking at this, and I was looking. I wonder. I thought he failed. You know, going back in time, I used to be Frogger King. Good. He lost. <laughs> He's off. It's just like me in diplomacy. He lost. Okay, cool. I think we spent well and truly enough time on that one. Um, I've got a few other things to talk about. What about you? Well, I think the last couple of podcasts, I was, I was talking about like I can't believe I'm still alive. Well, you're kind of healthy. You're still young. Well, you don't no, smoke like, too much. In in games. Oh, sorry, I thought you were yeah, talking no, about real no, life. In, in a couple of games. Um, <laughs> and oh, fuck, another one's back. <laughs> I can't. I can't figure out why it is that I'm still in the game. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, cool. Tell me more. Tell me uh, more. All right. Um, but the problem is, they're both anonymous games. They're both, you know. Can't really talk about it. Okay, so, good. That was a very quick segment. What I was thinking, right, is I could send you, uh, I could do like a screenshot of the of the map. Yeah, yeah. Right, and we could put up like a where's Kana, kind of like a where's Waldo. Yep. Or a where's Wally, as we call them in Australia. Yep. Um, and it'd be interesting to see like which of these countries people think that I could be that you can't believe is still alive. Okay. Sounds good. I'll be interested. So are you going to show me what they are? I will. I'll show you one. And I'll let you talk it through. Um, the 
first one I'm a land based power. Right. I Is this in which 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 where are we talking about? Is this a V dip thing or is this a, a duplicity thing or what? No, this is a V dip thing. Right. Um Um, I'm a land-based power. I've gone from a large area down to a small area. But I feel like I have a benefactor in this game. And I'm not sure why. Sorry, you've gone from a large area to a small area and you think you're doing well. Well, I should be dead. Okay, well that's... But I am still alive by virtue of this, um, this player. So, I'm just pulling it up now for Ambi to have a look at. Right, yep. Um, for some reason, I haven't been totally destroyed. I have no idea why you're not dead. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so that's the first one. Alright, exactly. I should be dead. Is this a press gun? Uh, this is a gunboat gun. So, okay. again, so you haven't even kind reason. of you haven't even kind of you know given them you know sweet words of kind of wisdom. Oh uh, yeah, you know like, like yeah, not not even like the the flowery language of diplomatic overtures. That's too sad. Yeah. So um, yeah, so there's that. I have no idea why I'm still alive. Okay. All right. Now the next one. Okay, I'm being attacked from all sides. Right? Yep. But for some reason, I'm still alive. And I don't know why. I'm probably going to be knocked out soon. But by the fact that there's so many people around me all trying to buy for my remaining supply centres, yep. I don't know why I'm still alive. Alright, now I'll pull this up for you now. I should be dead. But I'm not. I'm getting a build. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this one a gunboat game as well? This one's also a gunboat game. Okay, so maybe I need to be thinking about gunboat games that are anonymous. Because anonymous, they don't know who you are. Gunboat, there's no communication to kind of gain... Oh, actually, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because they don't know who you are. Yeah. Hmm. So I should be dead, right? Um, yeah, I'd say you've got a good chance of being dead. I think this one's... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good. So I think we'll okay. put both of those... Is there, is there a third? There is a third. But this one I'm actually... I've built up. Oh, good. They're going to go. Oh, good. I've built up from um, constant, unending assault by a certain few amount of players. And they're still at it, All right. but I've still grown from it. I'm now doing quite well. But having said that, I've bought, I've fought back multiple waves of attacks. Now I'm a relatively central player. I'm relatively exposed in this map, um, and I'm sending overtures to a much larger. Um, player on this map in the attempt to. Um, Which one are you? This one. 
you're not doing that bad on this one. This is the one I've spoken about in the last several episodes. And I'm going, oh, fuck, like, there's no way. Like, why is this person attacking This person's attacking me. This person's attacking me. This fucker just keeps on at me. Even though he's, he just doesn't... <laughs> You know, I've just kicked him oh, out. Oh, good. Like, it's not just Peter's getting, having a, a fucker against them. <laughs> but there's, there's no, there's no but, rhyme or reason. But at least just, you've only got one fucker instead just, of, like, four. No, I've, I've had four. I've killed them all. I've fought off them. But anyway, I will send you those links, map links, yeah? Yep, maps. So you can put them up and say, okay, which one? Where's Kana? Where's Kana? So do we have like little pictures of the Waldo guys and the other people around it or not really? No, no, we don't want no, to. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be bothered with that amount of photoshopping. Good. Neither am I. Actually, I heard a story though. Yep. Um, about a bloke. He was a teacher. Oh, yeah. Right? And to buy himself time, he got a scander... Just some time in a class. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, he scanned a Where's Waldo image. Yep. Right. And he gave, he printed it out in colour. He said, okay, guys, the last 10 minutes, I want you to see if you can't find Waldo. But what he'd done is he photoshopped Waldo, or Wally, out of the image. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he would be a really good diplomacy player. <laughs> what, a, what a genius. That's great. That's fantastic. I, I, I want to try it. I want to do it. Um, hey, cool. So, other things that are going on. By the time we probably um, publish this one or send it out on the interwebs, the Liberty Cup would be probably been and gone. Speaking about virtual tournaments, when are we going to get robots? I don't know. I mean, uh, we're, 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 we're doing okay with the drinks, you know, for, as far as our Patreon listeners are concerned, but we haven't got the we haven't got the capital behind us to buy robots to tournaments. See, I'm not... They don't have to be human-sized tournaments. Human-sized robots. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, if you're human-sized... Like, oh, you're sorry. You say they don't have to be. No, I'm talking about, like, I don't know, maybe... It's like say basketball size or half a basketball size robot. Yep. It's got a it's got a, a, a camera so you can see out of it. Yep. It's got a display so you can see you know your face on it, and it's painted whatever colour that country is, and you just put it in like a ring, and you can observe which country's talking to what. You can sneak up on them if they can't no, see. No, but I don't, think, I don't think it can be a, a, a ring. Because you need to have somewhere that people can go away and have quiet conversations. Okay, so you can have like... But you then need the robot to come up and be able to spy on them and have a quiet yeah, Exactly, yeah. But the others don't know they've been spied on because they're not looking around the whole time. Exactly. I mean, I, I, think, I think virtual tournaments, you know, if, we, if, we, if we're actually going to go to the next level and say, okay, virtual tournaments are something that's going to be happening for a while. Yep. Well, how do we make those more conducive to being as close to approximate of what face-to-face happens to be? Well, let's let's taking an avatar, turning that as a robot, and you'll be able to control it, and 
and sort of go up to conversations or bug people or observe who's talking to who to be able to put little emoticons on your fucking robot you know what I mean like I, I think that you can make like a little maze where they have to negotiate and talk to each other like a maze but so I've, I've said to you before a, you need to look arena. into this but you just talk about it you're yeah. all talk you're no action yeah. Kona. you haven't said okay here's Okay, here's what you need to do, Karen. So you need to kind of work out what is a relatively value... I found a robot that would cost 400 bucks for one robot. That would do the trick. You need seven of them. The what, seven? Seven of them. You need seven. You need, you know... So you need $2,100. Essentially, yeah. Is that Australian or US? Uh, US. Fuck. <laughs> so it's like about three and a half grand Australian. Ish. But, you know, I mean, you don't have to buy them all at once. I mean, you can buy one, wait a little bit, buy another. Well, why would you not buy them all at once? Because as time goes by, the technology is going to get... Sorry, rephrase that. Why wouldn't you wait? Because you need all seven to play the game. Yeah. Anyway, so you can't play until you've got all seven. Yeah. But as time goes by and you can afford to buy one, the technology is going to get better and cheaper. Yeah. So wouldn't it be better just to kind of keep... You know, hoarding the money like yeah. Scrooge McDuck and then yeah. get them all. Well, it would, except I'd be castrated by the missus. But if it kind of the patrons get behind and people who aren't patrons get behind it, then it could be done if it was an alternative uh, money stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have like, you know, robot level. <laughs> <laughs> robot god. <laughs> With that being said, even at our current levels, let's see. <laughs> How much do you say they are in America? About 400. At, at the going Each. Yeah. So 400 times 7. So two, fuck, 2,800. I thought it was 2,100. Right. Right. Um, so we're, I can't remember how much we're making from the patrons. Well, not making, but they're contributing. I think it might be something like about that. Still a long way away. But I don't know. Like, but, Take us fucking eight years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, eight years. Um, but I don't know. And that means that maybe there's I'll no win, money maybe, for drinks. Maybe if I win the lotto. Okay, so if you've got a business out there that needs some free advertising to a whole heap of diplomacy players, we're happy to take sponsorships. Well, and you can kind of help fund the robot. That being said, we don't have a huge number of um, listeners. Although, I actually got a thing the other day. We've had like 10,000 downloads of the podcast. Do you think there's scope for like a university to pick it up? It's like a robot. Like if something if it's a diplomacy player who's, who loves the game, who can't get out and do face-to-face, like if it's a university support... There being some sort of remote virtual robot. I don't know. I reckon action. you would have probably had, you probably would have a good chance of getting funding for that twelve months ago, but probably not now. Yeah. Because now the university's got no fucking money because they've got no international students. Well, in Australia, maybe there's something happening in the overseas. I don't think they've got any international students ever. Yeah. Still, I think it's a good idea, and I'm going to keep on banging on about it because I love it. Are you playing in the Liberty Cup, Bambi? I was thinking of talking about it. If you're playing in it in round two, which is like the normal, like about eight o'clock in the morning on Sunday. For us, yep. 
Yep. If you want to play, I reckon you need to play. I reckon having two Australians, especially if we get two Australians in the same game, I get very confused by two Australians talking about. Uh, you can do it. Oh my god. Okay, let me think about it. It's backstabber with Discord talking. I've figured out how to do Discord talking. Speaking of Discord, you press the button that has the microphone and you talk. Really? Yeah. That's simple. That's simple. I don't believe you. It should be more complex. Discord. Where's the talking button? Um, yeah, look. We might just pause for a second and can help you. Right, uh, cool. We're We're back. In the time of fucking around. Um, we're going to do a cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. I, I did get another beer. Now, you're on the same. You're on the Fantastic IPA. What did you get? I got um, a Is it called the Fantastic from... IPA? Yeah, I was wrong. Fantastic IPA. Yeah. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's a good name. Yep. Um, I'm on a liquid amber red ale from the Newstead Brewing Company. Hmm. We did it. Definitely a red eye. It tastes red. It actually does. Weird, right? Didn't we drink at the Newstead? Yeah, 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 we did. It's out at um, Newstead. Newstead. Fuck. <laughs> 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 it was a while ago, though. One of our earlier episodes. Yeah, I got there on a ferry. Um... But before we we, fit it, we, we, we we jumped from this, we were talking about the podcast channel on Nexus. Yep. Um, there's a few podcasts out there, actually. So we've got um, Ed Sullivan. Um, Ed Sullivan show. Edwin, Edwin, Ed. Captain Means up there with his um, diplomacy tournament commentary. Yeah, I don't know if these are technically podcasts where you can kind of hop online and find them on, you know, iTunes and Stitcher and things like that, or whether they just make themselves available that way. I've got no problems as I said before. It's cool, but um, I'm just help, just don't want, don't want listeners trying to find them if they can't find them. Uh, episode 22 is when we were last in the Newstead Brewery. Oh. Although, strangely enough, I think the Newstead Brewery is relocated to Milton. Or maybe they've got another one over there. I've changed their name, obviously. I've changed their name to Milton Brewery. No, it's just like a second place. It's got like a bigger area that they can kind of serve people. We need to go there. Huh? We need to go there. We can do that. Next episode. It's actually fun art that people have put up. I don't believe he's put up some. I don't think he did the drawing. Uh, no. Um, actually, you're right. Like the podcasts are kind of YouTube. It's just random stuff. Random YouTube stuff. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. I think we should start posting in that if we can. Well, we, we can't. We've kind of we're read only. That's why we were trying to kind of you know say hey, hello. We'll get access to it. So did you say you're going to do the, the Liberty Cup or not? You got to think about it. Oh, uh, I've got to think about it. I've got to think about it. I have to think about it. 
to start off with, I've got to figure out how to do audio on Discord. I'm sure it's easy, but... I'm happy to practice with you. Okay. Alright. And can you do video on that? Or do you need to see your face? Um, most of the time they don't do video just because of bandwidth issues. Oh. So I could just keep on posting memes up on the screen and just oh, do yeah, the there, audio. There's text stuff and there's audio. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most, most games don't worry about the videos because of the bandwidth. Right. Well, maybe. Are there any other Australians representing? I will. Oh, yeah? If you're in, I'm in. Well, you know I'm going to stab you as soon as I can. Awesome. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Let's continue the run. Let's kick me each side on the back of your shirt right now. Okay, look, I guess the other thing I really wanted to touch on um, for this podcast is, is I got my hand... Like, okay, so... Giving you shit about, you know, getting your, you know, getting your ass kicked in some games, but I was Not given... Not some games, lots and lots of games. I, I got my ass kicked in that Vietnam variant we spoke about in the last Oh, episode. in one game. Well, it's a pretty common thing for me. Getting your ass kicked. Getting my ass kicked. You know, I get I get some wins. You know, it's like two steps forward, one step back. Except the one step back isn't on VDIP where your kind of ranking matters. I don't care about my ranking, Tammy. <laughs> I think I covered this earlier in the episode. Uh, I kind of vaguely recall minutes and minutes of diatribe about this. Yes. Um, although I am in the top three percent. Of what duplicity? Beaten. Oh wow, top three percent. Top three percent. Seeing I'm only in the top two percent, you are nipping at my heels, and as I said earlier, lose a couple rewind of games. the tape. Lose a couple of games. And you know, <laughs> give it another few more months, and you'll be ahead of me. Oh, I doubt it. Um, anyway, but yeah, look, I got my ass kicked on the Vietnam variant. I would like to play this one more, more with um, different. Hours. So who did you Vietnam, play last time? Well, you? It doesn't matter now, I'm dead, but I was playing um, Cambodia. Yeah. So the other powers, like you've got North Vietnam, South Vietnam, um, Lao, and Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like it's more based in the present day than actual Vietnam War. But no, you do have North no, South no, no, Vietnam. No, no, no. I think we worked out it was like. 1950s or 60s Vietnam prior yeah, to the American invention. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. I... I lived a couple of years in Thailand, in that Lao, Cambodia, Thailand triangle down there. Um, and it's a really interesting part of the world, but you know, lots I, of barflies from memory. Yeah, lots of barflies. Um, but you know, like. It's good to see like territories and places that are actual places. You know, they're, they're regions that I have, have been familiar with in the past. So that, that, that was always it's enjoyable having maps of places that are not everyone knows, I guess. It's one of the great things about variants. Yep. Apart from getting your ass handed to you. Well, I, I used to even get that in the classic game, you know what I mean? Like you go, oh, yeah, I've been there, been there, been there, been there. Well, yeah, you do. Yeah, but we're just familiar with that map. Yeah. Um, 
but when you get a new one that you haven't played before, it's the first time, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that place, or I've been there, or, oh, yeah, I, I, I know someone from that spot, so that, that's cool. Yeah. Well, good. So, you got your ass kicked, and what, so you were defeated? Defeated, thoroughly defeated. The game's still ongoing, but I'm out. So, are you, um... Are you going to play that one again? You said yes, you will, but maybe not. Hopefully, get another power. I'd like to give it another shot. Yeah, I would. Um, How's your 2020 game going? That's actually it's a really interesting map. Um, I didn't realise just how it's been made in. Okay, so the particular country I'm playing, Ethiopia, it's been made in such a way as it's actually really hard for an overland. It's actually impossible for an overland power to take you over. Impossible. Impossible. They have to have a fleet. It's just because of the way that the territories are configured. Yeah, that's right. And, and often, you can you can stalemate until the cows come home. Correct, yeah. And unless a friendly fleet comes along and assists, you can't get knocked out. So I'm imagining if you just Okay, so, so if listeners are familiar with Roughly where Ethiopia is, or whatever like that. Your 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 border with the rest of the non-Ethiopian world. You might have four territories, but they may only have three or something like that, so they can't get through. Or four and four. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up so you can have a look. Um, okay, so I'm I'm sitting here. You know, I'm I wouldn't have even noticed this if it wasn't for the fact that I, it's Actually, another it's one I'm getting my ass on. But just imagine that fleet's not two there because I'm about to lose it. Where are you? But I'm this yellow, yellow power. Well, how can you? How can you hold that? You got three supply centers. If you're an overland ah. power, you can't take over those home supply centers. You have to have a fleet. Yes, I've got you now. Actually, I don't mind where they've got like the the bold highlighting. Of the name, so Ethiopia, the bold is ETH. ETH yeah, yeah. Sudan, bold is SUD. West Indian Ocean, bolding WIO. That's cool, I like that. Red Sea, bold red. So it makes it easier if you're used to. Oh, Mozambique, bold MOQ. I don't know why they couldn't go MOZ. I wouldn't thought there'd be too many other MOZs, but anyway. But essentially, once once my little starting oh. tri- trio is most big channel M O C, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. But once my little you know trio gets popped by this fleet that's now that's yep. just moved into the Mozambique channel, yeah, all right, I've, I've dropped, I've, I've lost. I yeah, can still Western, yeah. I can still guess where he's going to attack and yep. keep myself, but it's a guessing game at this stage. But I just thought, I just think that's kind of like a really interesting, something I'm storing away in the back of my head, having... Fortress Cana. Fortress Cana. But, but actually having all all home supply centres kind of fortress. Yep. Apart, but you have to actually go out of your way to totally destroy them. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting gameplay mechanics. I'm just not sure whether or not that happens for other... You know, trifectas or not. Um. So, looking at this map, you're in a secure position, but some players are doing particularly well. Oh, yeah, smashing it. Yeah. 
really well. Wow, okay, cool. So I'm guess I'm guess holding out and hoping that this um, other African player stops attacking you. Well, yeah, sees the value in um, using his units in other directions. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. No, no, no. Righto. I think we're probably a bit close to a wrap. Yep. I'm Kana. I'm Ambi. And cheers for listening to us on another podcast. Yep. You can catch us on um, Stitcher. I, I, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Apple, Apple Podcasts. Um, well, anywhere really does good podcasts. Yep. Um, you can catch us on diplomacygames.com. And if you don't subscribe to us already, but I don't know how, you wouldn't because you can keep listening to this shit, so you probably are subscribed. Talk, tell someone else about us. If you know someone who plays Diplomacy, just, just mention a co- polite conversation. Or impolite conversation. Like, hey, hey these two to... fucking Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is particularly not good at diplomacy. <laughs> They're both particularly he had not one good. good at... He had one good game, <laughs> but he's, he's been shit ever since. And the other guy, he's good, but he doesn't actually honestly care. It's worth it for the accents. Um, and the fact that, you know, we love you guys. And if you really do enjoy this, just sign up and be a Patreon. We appreciate every moment. In fact, we're just about to jump on and record a little bit of Patreon goodness um, after this. And last episode, do you remember we spent a little while where I got a hint about half of the, your handle, Kana? Oh, we yes. worked out a little bit about that. Yes, yes, yes. You'll never get the other half, though. Oh, no, no, we won't. Not for another six months, you said. Not oh, for another least. six months. At least, at least. But, no, we, we do have for our loyal Patreons um, some tasty tidbits. Yes, very tasty. But we're releasing Patreons earlier than these episodes. Oh, yeah, so yeah, everyone doesn't we... actually know. So, basically, so normally the podcast comes out every two weeks. So the week, and usually on the weekend, so like in Australia it's on a Saturday, I suppose if you're in England it's on a Saturday, if you're in America it comes out on late, late, late Friday night. Okay, right. But every week between is when the actual Patreon episode comes out. Oh, so, okay. so if you kind of, if, if you know, you want to get a little bit more of the show and you can't be bothered waiting two weeks, if you like it weekly, sign up. It's only a couple of bucks. It helps pay for the drinks, and if we get enough of you guys... Robots. Robots. <laughs> <laughs> On that, I think that is definitely a cheers. Cheers. See ya.